Greetings, Wargamers. We're your hosts, Trevor, Jay, Josh, and this is Shannon Attack. Attack. is sponsored by Discount Games Incorporated. Discount Games Incorporated specializes in customer service, low prices, and prompt shipping. You can find our web store at www.discountgamesinc.com. Chain Attack. I'm your host, Trevor, and on June 5th, I will be playing TI4 with expansion with my two co-hosts, because they promised me, and now it's it's on the I internet. I mean, now I feel like it's he's playing dirty. dirty. Promise. It's a fact. Dirty. Promise. I mean, I have... Was coerced. I have placed it on my uh, no, no. calendar no without excuses. yet confirming it with Brian. <laughs> but, so far things look good. I'm Jay. And I'm Josh. And Trevor doesn't know how many dates never even got considered for Western Empires before I actually found one. <laughs> so I, too, have promised like Jay. You guys are awful. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I actually have two kind of pre-rambly things before we get into things or a continuation. Didn't we just, didn't we just finish the pre-ramble? I'm <laughs> Whatever. so confused. This is, this is pre-ramble bonus for those who not subscribed. That's nice. right. Nice. So, so you guys just did an epic game of Western civilizations. West, Western empires. It's Western, Western empires. But so, it was also known as uh, Megasiv. It was the last name of it before. Okay. Right? Is that the Josh? May remember. I that think name? that's correct. Yeah, yeah. Megasiv. Yeah. So, a who won? We all did. <laughs> He's such a liar. Rejoice in our shared victory. Yes, yeah, so we totally rejoice in our shared victory. Freaking Trevor won. By two points, it I was okay. two points. Hanny was two points behind me. Okay, yes. and we managed to keep my brother in a solid third place. So that was and... that was my other question: was did everyone gang up on the cabin boy? And no, they let him? him loose at the end. He, no, we didn't he, really gang man. up on him. But uh, you guys, he got stabbed was, in the back so good right at the end that it was worth. He talked honeyed words, and I, he shouldn't have been. It should have been <laughs> Hanny and I. And while he was talking honey words, he was busy like making machinations in the background and like coming on the way. I mean, where did he end? I can't remember. He was within, he was one fourteen, So he was five points behind Annie. Okay. So seven points behind me. He came that close Yeah. where he was really didn't have any business being there. And you can tell him I said that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I will (laughs) trust me. I will. So uh, next, I guess the next, thing i was going to say uh just a little exciting news in my world is so basically at at gameopolis i a big reason why i've i've been we've been really strict on like the mask requirements etc no we haven't been doing events um is because we want to do what we can to for the this health and safety of our employees first of all um also customers but but really concerned about the employees um but with with all that said, there's there's essentially like five full time employees that um, work at Gameopolis. 
and, and for and, those who don't know, Gameopolis is your physical location for digitalboxing.com. Yeah. 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 So three of those still ended up getting COVID. Oh, dang. Um, but the other two got, last week, both got the Johnson & Johnson shot. And so on, you know, like, they both were, like, very firm on wanting to, two weeks after that, open up the shop for lift the mask requirement and start running events again. Um, part of it is that just like they've like, there was one, one last Friday or the one before they had like eight, like fairly major confrontations with people over our mask mandate. Oh, and they're like, it's just had such a mental toll on them that they really want that gone. Um, and they're also, it also lines up, right with the a launch of a new magic set and so there'll be a new magic league etc but um i like i it's it's kind of funny i'm, I'm not going to be able to you know I'll, I'll be like start of may before um i'm two weeks after my second shot so uh game office will be like hosting events before i'm going to be willing to attend <laughs> but I, I i guess i am kind of excited that uh we're at least seeing some exciting progress, stuff like that with it. So I, I just have to say that I, I mean, I'm, I think pretty solidly the most conservative person on this podcast and I wear a mask everywhere I go. And in, in Idaho right now, if you go into a store wearing a mask, you get dirty looks from people. Like it just, it boggles my mind. <laughs> it's hard to believe that Bonneville County is one of the hot spots in the country right now. <laughs> yeah. I just, the part I don't understand, like, I, I can appreciate you, you know, I, I appreciate the the feelings. What I don't understand is the just complete lack of reasoning that just, it's like thrown completely out. You know, when I was young, I always thought, oh, I live in an area that has, generally has pretty good common sense. I, I've, I've been dissuaded of that notion. <laughs> Trevor withdraws <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that sentiment. I mean, my, my father is extremely conservative. I mean, even more so than me. And he wears his mask everywhere, and he's just like, he's blown away by it too. It's just, it's so weird to me. Yeah, I, it, I, part of it, I think, is that, so if, if you go to like the grocery store, they have all these signs saying, you know, mask required for entry. Then you go inside, and, you and know, nobody's enforcing it. There's 80% of the people are not wearing masks, and yeah. nobody's enforcing it, right? And so then they come to Gameopolis and we have this big sign that says mass required for entry. And then they come in and we're like, and no, you're actually no, we actually seen it. Yeah. <laughs> we actually mean this sign. It's not just decoration. You have to wear a mask to enter. And people just like get irate over it. Like we had one, this one, uh, blonde, blonde haired, blue eyed woman was like, just you're call her what she is. She's a Karen. Against- yeah, she was she was a little bit young for Karen, but she, she came practicing. in for Karen Powers early, I guess. <laughs> they do around here. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we told her that she had to wear a mask, and she was like, "Well, I have a medical condition. Like, well, we can do curbside then." And she's like, "You're discriminating against me," and she was so pissed off at us, and she was going to tell all her friends how awful we were. Yeah, tell then, all her friends, the blah, 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 six months down the road when this is all said and done, she'll be back in your store buying stuff. Uh, like, these people just don't have, they they just want to voice their 
illogical opinion. I mean, they just want to shit on my employees who, like, they they just don't deserve it. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I've long believed that however you serve, like, you know, the staff at Walmart or however you treat your servers at a restaurant, it says a lot about your character. <laughs> and there's evidently just a lot of low character people <laughs> in, in my city right now. I don't know. I'm the most optimistic man on this podcast, and I can't argue with a dadgum thing that you've said. <laughs> it's very so, disheartening. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. At least, bright news, lights at the end of the tunnel. Like the, honestly, The fights will be able to stop now because your employees will be vaccinated. Yeah. Not yeah. because I mean, people will become sensible suddenly. Correct, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's we're, we're we really are super fortunate because like you know we keep getting told what a, a miracle of science these these vaccines are and um i'll sure I, i'm inclined to believe that um but like if i try to think of you know if if this had gone on for another half year another year with no vaccine and just the way things have been like i seriously <laughs> <laughs> would be worried for the like the the mental health of like all mankind. My, yes, myself, my staff, like just yeah, I don't know. I think it's taken a pretty heavy toll on the mental health of a lot of people. Anyway, just yes. at yes. the length mm-hmm. of it. So yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's it has taken a very <laughs> heavy toll on Brian. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm pretty insular. I I like living in the basement, um, but it, it's taken a reasonable toll on me. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that's been difficult is that um, I mean, Brian and I both struggle with depression and, and, and various things. And one of the things that we've done as a coping mes- mechanism, you know, Brian <laughs> would run races or we would travel to Disneyland or we would do various travel, et cetera. And there's a lot of things where Brian felt like these things that I love that help make life worth living I can't do because aren't even an option anymore because people are so selfish or so, you know, whatever. Mm, right. So anyway, I, I guess I also, we're, we're all, I guess, cursed or slash lucky, uh, in the, you know, America is obviously getting a flood of vaccines and I have lots of friends around the world that they are on like the, it'll be six months before we, you know, get a vaccine. So mm, that is a fair reminder. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's talk about some happier things. <laughs> well, we set the bar pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> like some geek properties and beatdowns and matchups. And Trevor, what's our first one? Uh, how about um, did we talk about Firefly versus Star Trek last time? We did not. It is a foregone conclusion for me. And, you know, not least of which because there used to be a picture of me dressed as William T. Riker hanging in my high school. <laughs> you mean William T. Wheeler? Yes. <laughs> that was, that, that's correct. That was the full title. Uh, interesting. So you're, you're not, I mean, you're that much of a Trekkie. 
Yeah, I mean, not, it's I feel like I'm in. It hurts. It stings a little bit that it's a, the matchup, that, but that it is what it is. But yeah, there, there's like little to no question for me. Um. Okay. And uh, I'm not even gonna ask Jay because I already know the answer to this. Um. It is. Wow, it's discriminatory. Just, eh, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to. What I'm trying to decide is which side of the coin I land on because I'm a pretty big Firefly fan, fan. But I've seen a lot of Star Trek in my life. And I'm a big fan of it, but it's never been one of those things where, like, like I wouldn't own a coffee mug with a Star Trek logo on it. It's just not – I'm not that and interested in it. you have a Firefly logo mug? Mm, no, but I have Firefly But you t-shirts. would, right? Yeah, I absolutely would. I Actually, honestly, I don't own a mug. I, that was a sort of a metaphorical scenario sure, because yeah. I, don't, I, don't own, I don't own coffee mugs. And I don't buy things generally with that. <laughs> I mean, would it be fair to say that you think that Star Trek has a more impressive body of work, but Firefly but I, I hits enjoy higher Firef- peaks? I enjoy Firefly more. Yeah. It's funny that I like will basically uh, confess that I'm probably going to vote for Firefly because the truth is, what I, the show that I've had my children watch that have watched either of these shows has been Firefly. I can't think if I've even had them ever watch any Star Trek. I've had my daughter watch both. I I made her watch. She watched the first episode of Firefly, immediately lost interest, had no desire. I think the first, um, and it wasn't the order that the that the station put them in, that Fox put them in. It was the order they came on the DVDs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she watched the first one, and it didn't catch her at all. It was you know kind of the Whedon slow boil that takes a minute to introduce all the characters in the world, and she just didn't catch it she didn't get it and we left it and didn't move on and then two years later i said you know you really ought to try this it is really up your alley you just have to get through to episode two or three and she's like okay so we sat down in one day and watched all the way till episode three or four and the the next thing i know she's like dad when are we going to watch firefly again you know when are we going to watch two or three more episodes of firefly and my daughter is not really like that unless it's her own shows on her own she'll go watch netflix all day by herself but she doesn't come to me necessarily and say, let's continue this show. She did with Firefly. So she really loved it. I did the same thing with Star Trek. I tried to get her involved and we watched, I I made the mistake and I apologize to all the nerds out there. I had her watch the Star Trek, the the motion picture first. Like original, the motion picture. Yes. (laughs) Oh yeah. That's, I mean, I didn't, I I guess there, there are probably worse decisions, but I can't think of many. Yeah, I, I sat down and I thought, okay, I want her to introduce her to Star Trek. I'm like, well, we'll just do the movies. You know, I didn't, I guess I didn't really think about it. And we sat down and watched the motion picture. And, and there was, I don't know if you remember, there's like, it's like the, you know, 2001 Space Odyssey, yes. uh-huh. like five minutes of music of nothing mm-hmm. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And the ship's and I, flying through space. No, there's nothing. It's black. It's literally mm. nothing. Um, and then, and then there is, then from there it transitions into seeing, yeah, the large ship. But the truth is, is that I'd actually completely forgot about that part because it's been so long since I saw the movie. And uh, by the time we got done, I felt like apologizing to my daughter. I'm like, they get better. <laughs> like the odd ones are bad, the evens are good. Should we go to, to the Wrath of Khan? And she's like, Nah, I don't think so. And I'm like, Oh gosh. I did eventually get her to come back. She did watch the Wrath of Khan. She's now seen, and she was like devastated. <laughs> devastated at the death of Spock. You mean the greatest, one of the greatest deaths in cinematic history? Yeah. Yeah. 
And then I and I said, well, do you want to go on to to three? She heard the name of three and was like, her mind. She was so mad. All of a sudden, she just like emotionally, it sort of um, ripped her apart. So um, we've seen up through four, I think. She has not seen five. She's not seen any of the series. So uh, anyway, the point being is that that I feel like. Yes, there are some pretty bad lows for Star Trek, but there's some really great highs too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Anyway, I, I'm 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 a little bit curious. I I discussed this a little bit in our Discord last night, but I'm I'm curious uh, what your guys' take on this is. Um, so Josh Joss Whedon has a new show coming out on HBO titled The Nevers, and it's kind of a Victorian steampunky, it looks Victorian like. Victorian weird science-ish. Yeah, yeah. Kind of superheroes. And I saw the trailer, and I was super... I was like, oh, this looks really interesting. And But it didn't say anything about it being by Joss Whedon. And then I looked it up on the internet and saw that it was by him. And I was like, oh, that's unfortunate. When you, when you say by him, do you mean written and directed? Um, written? What was Firefly? Is Firefly written and directed by him? I don't think he directed every episode, no. It's just written. He did direct some of them, I think. I would have to look that up as well. Created by Joss Whedon. Um, I'm not sure I'm directing, but I'm I'm curious if... And and honestly, the the biggest reason why I kind of feel that way is is just kind of the, the stories about him treating other people really awfully. See, I ha- so I sort of devoid myself from. I, I'm pretty good at devoiding myself from the the creator and their creation sometimes because uh-huh. there's a lot of people out there who are not the best and. Right. I, you know what? If here's the truth, I feel like if people were to look under my rugs, they would find awful things too. And I'm not going to excuse what other people have done, but I'm not going to be the one to throw the stone either. And I, I don't want to get into it too much because I don't I actually haven't read anything that about the situation, so I don't know anything of what Joss has done or allegedly has done. So I, I'm not, but I'm not gonna use that immediately to say I'm not interested because there's so many other people who are involved in these creations. I don't want them to suffer just because one person yeah. that was part of the cast or crew or whatever did something less savory and is under the public eye. Um Anyway, to answer Josh's question, Joss Whedon was the creator of Firefly, but he only wrote, I'm seeing his name on four of the episodes, and he directed uh, three of the episodes. So, Oh, interesting. So certainly he had a lot of involvement, but the, the actual writing was done by a lot of different people, and the directing was done by a lot of different people. So I'm sure, you know, as he was probably involved deeply in both of those things, but he's not credited as those things on very many of the episodes. So anyway, I I I don't know. I'm I look at it and I say, if the show's fun, I'm willing to send some money HBO's way, and yes, some of it will trickle down to Joss. I I, I don't know how to feel about that. It's probably not something I will watch very quickly or soon. Because it's not really up my alley. It's not really a style that I, mm. I'm interested in. Yeah, I part of what I, I think it does look quite interesting to me, and part of it is that um, it's it's set in you know, London and, and steampunk era ish stuff, right? 
and these pr predominantly women start gaining effectively superpowers and it's creating kind of societal upheaval and it's supposed to have like commentary on on that some which i think is kind of interesting but yeah i don't know it it is it's it's a difficult question for me sometimes i guess yeah i i can i can appreciate that i will say that i have enjoyed almost everything of whedon's that i have consumed so that being said i have never watched buffy the vampire slayer i've never watched angel i did watch firefly i did watch serenity i did watch dr horrible's sing-along blog i love dollhouse I loved Cabin in the Woods. Everything he did with Marvel, I enjoyed. Um, so, did you like the, his takeover of uh, the DC movie? I didn't see it. You probably I've never didn't seen see it. it, right? Yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah, what DC one, movie did he take over? Justice original, League. Justice League. I've seen Justice League, but only the the Snyder cut. And I only saw it. You know what was that? A week and a half ago, two weeks. ago it was my first. Yeah, yeah. That was my very first uh, consumption of that movie. Okay. Well, what, what, about, is the... what about you, Josh? You didn't really answer. Uh, I mean, well, so the Nevers, like, it seems custom made for me, honestly. It seems like right up my alley. Um, but I, I sort of agree with Jay's, what do I call it, conundrum? Uh, I mean, it's tough, like, especially with... I don't know, with art and artists, it's tough. I mean, because I know, like, especially, like, now that I'm, like, reading down through all of the Hugo Award winners, I'm sure I'm, like, reading something that was written by someone that if I, like, dug into their yeah. oh, I mean, character that, that I would hard, be, Josh. like, I'm, like, oh, they're probably butts. You're 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 one of the biggest fans of Lovecraft on this show. And he... Yeah, right, yeah. That's a, <laughs> that's a great example. That's probably the prime example, right? So, like... But I still think, I, I mean, I mean, Jay I, loves loves Orson Scott Card's magnum <laughs> opus. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. we we are all guilty of loving something that was made by somebody who has questionable. Okay, but so here's here's my thought history. on it. Is it, it feels like I should still at least give it some thought, right? I like, I agree. It, it should that's give right. me pause. Uh, and it's also. When, I, I guess there's also one of the questions I have is like, so on, on the one hand, there's something like Ender's Game that I read as a child and that there's, it has a lot of themes that I love, et cetera, versus like, am I going to go out and buy Orson Scott Card's new book? Or... I'm not trying, hold on, Jay. I'm not trying to pin you with anything. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. No, no, I understand that. I, I'm, I'm more like, I'm more wrestling with the, the fact that like, I really want to watch the show, but I also <laughs> am like, man, I just really don't like Joss Whedon right now. <laughs> I, I can, I appreciate that. I just want, I, I guess I feel bad for, he is just one small piece of the production that went into this show. And there are so many other people that are, that are quote unquote paying for the sins. Right. Like it's yeah. a fair point. Like are those actresses that are going to be the stars of the show? Are they rad? I, you know, Right. I don't yeah. Know. Like. Yeah. And I, I probably should be giving that more consideration too, right? Like. Uh, see, I just don't. Why can't? Why do? You, why are humans so complicated? This is why I will <laughs> happily sit down and play a 14-hour board game because it's slightly less complicated than real life. I'm not worried about any of the 14 or any of the nine people that I sat down with, you know, having strange things come up later in life that they 
harassed people. You know what I mean? You should be. I'm a politician, Trevor. You should, <laughs> you should have been like scrubbing your left side the entire day. <laughs> so uh, we spent too long on Firefly and Star Trek, but I just want to real quickly, if you had control of, you can take your pick of what, whichever one, what would you do with it? Uh, I mean, beyond the obvious, like bring Firefly back for more episodes. I think that's I think that's a cop out. Give me something better than that. That's what I mean. Like it uh, felt too obvious. Um, I'll go I first. Would, I, okay. I thought there were rumors that Disney was actually going to do. Yeah, there more is Firefly. Rumors. There is rumors oh, of a Firefly so reboot cool. or a Firefly universe even. Yeah. Um. So if I had control, I would I would definitely delve into and I feel like it hasn't happened enough. A Star Trek, um, real time or turn based strategy game for space it just doesn't feel like whatever they've tried in the past is either flopped it's or, always been turn-based or yeah it has flopped like yeah, that's flopped. i want a big budget good game made that's turn-based space combat star trek that's what i would do here's here's what i would do uh you know they've they have there's like 20 different uh you know paramount plus star trek movies going or shows going on right now yeah from discovery like, picard discovery, lower decks correct right right like what i don't understand is they like the name of the show would be borg and the show would be all about the borg because would it be like, a mockumentary would it be before <laughs> the borg got I their think, i talons? think a version a version of the office set in the borg Oh my would gosh, be, be brilliant. <laughs> Amazing. Give me Parks and Rec on a Borg cube. Sold. That's basically <laughs> what Lower Decks is, just so you know. Oh well, I'm I'm on board. How do I? But do it's I have to but subscribe it's, but to it's animated. Plus? Animated. You would. That's have, fine. Yeah, you'd have to subscribe to Paramount Plus, and it's not all Borg. It isn't all Borg either. So. I, I know, but yeah. But it seriously has some absurdist humor that I'm like, I didn't know this would work in a Star Trek universe, and it <laughs> really works. Like the the great there. Oh man, it, whatever. If you ever log on, there's an episode about this guy who like achieves ascendancy, and I laughed so hard I thought I was gonna die. Like it's so funny. Um, what I would do, I would do two things. I would create spinoffs of the firefly so spinoff shows you know in the style of wandavision or uh falcon and winter soldier thank you disney plus for like making my weekends amazing um and i would do two spinoffs one to troll jay so hard that i could never successfully troll him again so i would do a spinoff about jane oh my god (laughs) no no you can make it better Jane retires as a horse rancher. Yes, you're right. See, there you go. Well, <laughs> he retires to that town, to uh, uh, Canton or Janeville or whatever. Yeah, Janestown. Uh, it could be full-on spy. I'm spy pretty sure Western. that you could have I'm, him be the the this the town baron, you know, sort of like a bonanza style. Yeah, there you go. And then I'm my, pretty the, sure that actor is available. Oh, good point. That's good. Point. Uh, the other spinoff I would do would be my absolute favorite character, which would be Kaylee. And I, you know, it would just be, I would, I would, I would do like a Top Gear style show, I think, where it's just her like working on <laughs> engines of the Firefly universe, doing reviews of them, yeah, go, going on yes. adventures, and just being incredibly cute the entire freaking time. <laughs> <laughs> what? It, yeah, it ought to be like, uh, uh, instead of like Count's Customs, 
you know, autos or whatever, it'll be Kaylee's customs. And yes. <laughs> she'll be making custom spaceships. Okay, we've talked enough about this. Let's move on. This one will be much shorter because it's Game of Thrones books versus Pokemon. It was nice knowing you, Game of Thrones. <laughs> So I've got to know if you guys could do anything with the the juggernaut, which is Pokemon, and to make it more a, what generate Generation X and older friendly. I mean, all I need is a Pokemon that's like XCOM style, and I'm I'm sucked completely in. The 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 thing that cracks me up is the uh, the meme that goes that heads around social media that says. It shows the game and then shows its intended audience and then it shows the actual audience. Yep. So, so the one it shows it shows um, like Call the, of Duty. Call of Duty and the intended audience is the adult male and then the actual audience is the twelve year old boy and then it shows Pokemon whose intended audience is the twelve year old boy but it's the adult male who plays it. I mean, we are re- literally we're like just a few years too old. We sort of everybody younger than us loves Pokemon. See, my thing is just that I feel like the video games have so much downtime. Like, like what? Like you, when you're walking between stuff. Like, I, I just, I just don't have the patience for that type of. I mean, it's basically a JRPG, right? Yeah. And, and it may. Except I mean, instead you, of I, you leveling the, your Pokemon. Or yeah, it's your Pokemon's right. And, and so, does that mean that? I mean, I think you're probably right. It's just that I'm too old. You're probably right. I'm old. <laughs> Well, it's sort of funny because my my kids love Pokemon, but it not because that my kids love Pokemon because I introduced them to Pokemon, not because they they gravitated towards it. I mean, my kids have watched all the Pokemon TV shows and movies, and and you know my daughter was playing Shield or Sword, I don't remember which one I bought her, um, just yesterday. There really is something generational about it. I I, I mean like because like my oldest daughter loves it. She played the game on uh, what the heck? It wouldn't have been a Game Boy. What the heck would it have been? Um, it would have been a. Would it have been a Game, Game Boy? Boy? Game Boy Advance, probably. Yeah. Okay. I think that is what it was. You know. Game Boy Advance would have been the color one. That... And now my youngest, he loves it. Uh, but yeah, it's because he's playing Sword and Shield. But like, like Detective Pikachu is like one of his favorite movies. Yeah. So I don't know. It just yeah. I I just think I I mean I literally agree with you that I probably just outgrew it. Like I'm just a grumpy old man. Just like Merlin and Sword in the Stone. So, so which one are you going to vote for? Oh man, I don't even like Game of Thrones. <laughs> but I might spite vote for Game of Thrones. Well, against Pokemon? I might, because I know it's going to win. You know. <laughs> and and I, I like, I have like a pathological need to vote for the underdog. The underdog lose horribly. Yeah. Okay, so here's my real question for the second round. Real, real quick. Th- oh. So, was 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 the Pokemon question directed just to Josh, I assume? Oh, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. I lose track of who's... I'm old. I've forgotten who's answering. No, brother. <laughs> like, I've honestly, like, tried to think what could make me generate any interest in Pokemon. And, like, I literally think there's nothing... Could, could, would you be able to verbalize what bothers you about it? Is it is it the, like, the art style or the... Um, I just general feeling i just think it it doesn't it doesn't spark any interest in me at all i i can't say why i guess i don't know 
So there is a little bit of a block for me. I don't play Pokemon as much as the younger generation. I'm not into it as much as the younger generation. And my children love it way more than I do. And my biggest block is the sheer volume of P Pokemon and the mechanics of it all. Just like I sit down and if you give me just the original generation of Pokemon, like the first 160 or however many there were, I'm okay with those. I can understand those. I can understand, okay, I need water to beat, you know, fire, and I need grass to beat water. I mean, I can understand those things. In fact, when we were kids, we had the battle beasts that you put your thumb on, and they, they, the the icon showed up, and whatever icon, it was a water, wood, fire thing. You guys remember those? Am I just talking to myself? Vaguely. It, vaguely, yeah. Um, anyway, look up battle beast commercials on 80s commercials on YouTube. Anyway. I sort of understand that, and I like that. But then when I get to the bigger universe, I get lost so quick. There's so many names and so many Pokemon and just so much stuff. It gets really hard to understand really quickly, like the amount of stuff out there. So massive. <laughs> it is kind of funny that the three guys who play War Machine are complaining about the... <laughs> About Pokemon bloat. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of War Machine, that's our next matchup. Spider-Man comics versus War Machine and Hordes. And I, my only question is, do you guys think that our viewership carries enough weight from previous where we came from? I have the faith people, in us. The, the people who vote for us, that they're going to vote War Machine and Hordes over. The Man, clear, I like Jay's rampant optimism because... <laughs> After TI4's loss, I, I don't think our our beloved listeners are going to be able to pull it out. Oh, you think Spider-Man's going to win? Yes, for like the same way that TI4 lost to The Expanse or whatever. Or what was the other one that like the disc, it clearly won in the Discord, but like got savaged out in like Facebook world or whatever? Uh... I have the, to think the, about it. the one I most think about that is TI4. You just said like in Discord that TI4 right. clearly won, and then you like went out into the w wider world, and the wider world was like, "What you talking about?" <laughs> um, I, I think that we still have enough people who follow our media channels who are War Machine and Hordes lovers that it might still win. Okay. I mean, I, it, I should, want, it shouldn't. Spider-Man Comics is in a different realm in comparison. Right. But as we all know, for? I made this bracket so that things I love I could vote for, like you know. Which which ones? Oh, are you I'm voting. For? I'm five. I'm voting for War Machine Hordes. Oh, you are. Yeah. Jay, I'm assuming you're also voting for War Machine Hordes. Uh, yeah, I will. I I mean I honestly the number of games I've played of War Machine and Hordes is like tenfold more than the number of Spider-Man comics I've actually read. More than that, hundredfold more games of War Machine and Hordes. I won't lie, this vote would be just a tiny bit challenging for me if if the matchup was literally just War Machine and Hordes versus Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so no guarantees from me if that matchup happens, but... Uh, I I still have a hard time comparing those. The amount of time I've put into War Machine and Hordes is so... Yeah, that makes sense. All right, well... That one's a little bit of a toss-up, and clearly we're all biased, so I don't want to get into it too deep. But let's go to the next one real quick. Uh, the Matrix versus Legend of Zelda. This is just going to be another landslide, right? I don't know that that's true. I'm not sure it's true either. I mean, my vote is clearly Zelda, um, especially since, like, once again, I watched two of my children this weekend bond over um, the latest Zelda property, Hyrule Warriors. 
Uh, is that any good? It's that's, they, that's the one according that's to my the children, cartoony it's style, awesome. right? Yeah, it's the, it's the same style as Breath of the Wild. It's just it's the prequel to Breath of the Wild. Oh, I didn't realize. I'm, I was what's the one that's cartoony that came you're out? thinking of Wind Waker, I think. Okay, no. so I didn't know that the no the no you're prequel... thinking of Link to the Past. I think they they redid Link to the Past a little more cartoony. Yeah. So I didn't know the prequel to to Breath of the Wild that even was out yet. Yeah, it, it just recently came out. Like I, I want to say maybe last month or something like that. So what you're telling me is I can have my PS5 back if I were to purchase that game. Probably it's <laughs> multiplayer, which is interesting. Like they've been playing it together, which I thought was like at the same couch. Like they can play yeah, yeah. in the same room. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, playing, I would oh, definitely get my PS5 co-op back if basically. I were to do that. <laughs> well, there you go. I'm here to help. Might, might be surprising the kids. But anyway, my <laughs> point is saying that is like. Zelda has positively affected my family for generations now. Yeah. Like I have super fond memories of so many of its games, you know, like now my kids do too. I'd be interested to ask my daughter this question. Cause she's seen the, she hasn't seen the other movie. She's only seen the first one of the matrix, the matrix. Yes. And she has, she's played the original legend of Zelda. She's played, I think Majora's mask, but she didn't play either of those to completion. She has played, a hundred plus hours of breath of the wild. And I'm, wow. I'm wondering, I'm wondering, Oh yeah. She, she actually actively avoids the endings to keep her game going. <laughs> she just does all these little side quests and just, I mean, she, honestly half the time she just to play around in the world basically. Yeah. She just plays around in the world. She loves yeah. it that much. That's funny. And anyway, the reason I say, I, I don't think it's as cut and dry is that I thought portal in the matrix, which was the matrix's previous matchup would be a little more balanced. I thought Portal was going to give The Matrix a little bit of a run for its money, and it did not. It was one of the landslide votes where The Matrix just crushed Portal. And so I think there's a lot more love out there for The Matrix than maybe we realize. Fingers crossed. <laughs> That's where your vote would go, Jay, though, is, is definitely to The Matrix. I mean, I've never, I, I have never played a Legend of Zelda game. Like, at all. Not, not just not to completion, but at all. Yeah, like zero... Point zero Zelda games. That's crazy to me. Yeah, it's a little crazy to me that that any geek has gotten to this point in life without having at least tried it. Um, yeah, I mean the Switch is the one where I would have been most likely to get it, but then my co-hosts were basically kind of like, I don't think you're going to like this game that much, and so then I was like, okay, I'll I'll trust my host because they would never give me bad advice. Like, but wait a I should minute, bone. Uh- <laughs> every recommendation we give you is wrong. So you clearly should be playing Zelda. Uh, you know, you you really caught me off guard with um with uh, Hades. So I might I might lean a little more heavily. The thing is, is Legend of Zelda is sort of a high price point to be like, yes, go ahead. You know what I mean? Here's like the funny thing is that I had the cartridge to like purchase in your cart. In my hand at Best Buy, <laughs> and it was on sale for forty bucks. And Brian was like, "No, you cannot buy that. We only buy digital. the digital games." Brian is yeah. wise, for the record. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, I don't, I don't disagree with Brian. And but it's never on sale, at least as far as I've seen, digitally. Oh, I, uh, they yeah, don't believe it, in digital sales. Yeah, they don't believe in digital because they don't although, have to. Although I wouldn't be shocked if it got went down a little bit with the release of the new game sure and so honestly like the funny thing is so i was willing to spend 40 bucks 
but 60 bucks is like the the bridge too far uh, <laughs> I that, ex- that extra I 20 dollar bill baby yeah i disagree with you i mean i i i mean 60 bucks is a lot of money to drop on something that you're not certain is you're gonna enjoy i'm gonna tell a sad story here about 60 dollars and cartridges <laughs> i've bought that cartridge three times <laughs> breath of the wild yes was it lost twice? Yes, it was oh. lost twice. Okay, I'm sorry. I haven't bought the cartridge three times. I bought the game three times. Because the third time I was like, you H, no, never again will we buy a cartridge. Yeah. So uh, so, so here's an example. Portal actually won in um, the Discord. Oh, so, interesting. So Discord voted for Portal over Matrix, but everybody else, like, landslide Matrix. Yeah, I, gosh, I think Legends of Zelda is going to probably be. So if, if a Legend of Zelda movie came out, Oh my gosh! Would you guys watch it? Heck yes, I would. Then I would, then I would flee the theater weeping, just like I did when Avatar: The Last Airbender <laughs> live action came out, because I know that's what would happen. Uh, Jay, would you go watch it? Would you wait? You'd wait for it to come out and. Um. So, I guess that would. <laughs> Once upon a time, I used to have an unlimited movie pass, <laughs> and Assume my husband. We were back to that point. Sure. So A, let's assume that, and B, let's assume that Brian is playing WoW again, and that it's not an issue for me to go to a movie while he's playing <laughs> WoW. Then in those scenarios, absolutely you yes. You don't think he'd go with you to see Legend of Zelda? Zero point zero percent chance. Really? Uh, oh yeah, because it's a movie he, for one. What if it was Legend of Zelda the series? No, he likes he likes movies. It's Oh, it's series that he doesn't like. Yeah, he's less yeah. inclined to like series. Um, he he also is like, I'm kind of past this going to the movie theater thing. So mm-hmm. I, I think there's a lot of people like that. They're like, they spent a year at home watching on their big TVs, and their TVs are getting bigger and bigger, and they're like, you know what? I don't really need to go back and deal with sticky floors. Yeah, and they don't have to I... sneak in their popcorn. Right. You can pause so, it to go to the bathroom. You don't have yeah. to soft a limb. It takes, to it's a lot further because you don't have to sit through previews, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so Josh, if you had control of Legend of Zelda, what is the product you would make that it differs from what they've done in the past? Uh, in an XCOM 2 style. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to just get That's that on a t-shirt. Do it in an XCOM 2 style. your answer to uh, every question. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay, my new Jay. 42. Jay, if you had control of the Matrix... The franchise. What would you do with them? And don't I mean, tell I me would... XCOM 2 style game. I, I would, would do that for the record. <laughs> Actually, a Matrix XCOM 2 style game would totally sell it for me. <laughs> I would release the Matrix 4 uh, direct via HBO Max. Really? Oh wait, that's already happening this year. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? You don't want to see the Matrix in any other media type? Man, I would ask for another series of the Animatrix, since that's the only Matrix I've consumed. The Matrix TV show? Um, I mean, I can always use more Neo in my life, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's it's kind of interesting that the Matrix 4 is being made with just one of the uh, Wachowski sisters. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I will say, to quote Sonic the Hedgehog, Oh, Keanu, you're a national treasure. <laughs> there we go. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, the last one. Th- th- so this one sort of surprised me because Watchmen be- ended up beating Shadowrun, which was, I mean, they were eight and nine seeds in their uh, respective divisions. I actually thought Shadowrun was going to get a bigger fan showing from our audience. I thought it was going to win. I didn't think this was even up for debate. And Watchmen actually beat Shadowrun pretty handily, I think. Oh, so it wasn't close even. Mm, I would have to go back and look, but I don't think so. I think Watchmen won pretty easily. That is interesting. Um, so now it's Watchmen uh, versus the Middle Earth books, which I don't think it stands a chance. Seems like a foregone conclusion. Yeah. Um, but uh, are you guys surprised? I guess, one, are you surprised that Watchmen beat Shadowrun like I am? Um, I'm not because I think the graphic novel has a lot of love, but I also think that the movie and now the HBO series has like sort of raised the level of awareness of it in the zeitgeist. Whereas Shadowrun hasn't really had anything like Shadowrun's running on nostalgia in my opinion. You think so? Yes. I don't think so. Like there was supposed to be a year of Shadowrun two or three years ago and like it didn't really come to fruition and that's just my impressions. Have you seen the Netflix show that's basically based on Shadowrun? Do you mean Altered Carbon? No. No, no, no. No, no I what? Mean, it's like the Will Smith buddy cop movie. called Bright. Oh, Bright. I actually did see it. It was not particularly good. Uh, Really? You thought it was not particularly good? Okay. I didn't like it. I was disappointed in it. I don't know. Maybe I had some different expectations out of it or something. So, yeah, I have seen that. I Okay, yeah, you're right. That is based on Shadowrun. That doesn't seem like a great poster child. No, I'm just saying I don't. I don't feel like Shadowrun is as far off as you think it is. I mean, they, they, um, yeah, you, they've they've got a current edition. People still play it. It's quite popular. Um, so it's it wasn't the landslide that I thought it was. So Watchmen won on um, Twitter by five percent. Oh, so it wasn't a blowout. It was fifty-two to forty-seven. Um, on Facebook. Um, there was a three three vote difference, so it was actually mm. pretty close. Mm. Mm. So that means we seeded them appropriately, right? I'm still I, trying to understand I'm not, this I'm not, seeding I'm not, voodoo. I'm not going to claim that at any point during this entire thing, <laughs> unless you talked about ones. Yes, I think. Well, not even there, because I actually think we maybe should have put MCU one and Star Wars two. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's yeah. I mean, that's a tough debate. We'll likely see the <laughs> the results. Yeah, there's a possibility we'll see that matchup. So I guess the point being is, do we feel like this is going to be landslide for Middle Earth? And Middle Earth books, I mean, everything's been done with the Middle Earth stuff, right? At this point, there's. Been I mean, they haven't done they haven't done anything in the XCOM 2 style. <laughs> are, you, are you are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I mean, the card game, I guess, kind of is. And I'm excited I mean, for the Amazon show and set in the different age. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is there anything they haven't done with Middle Earth that I'm forgetting? Mm. If we go through our brackets, they've done movie, TV. They haven't done TV. like a sequel about Sam's children, which I would I would pay big money for. <laughs> is there is there anybody is there been any Middle Earth TV shows previously besides the one that they're making? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, but they've done books, comics, video, and board games, miniatures, and RPGs. RPGs. Literally, it covers board every games. single division. Yeah, and they've yeah, and you're right. In the video games, they've I mean, really, turn-based is the only thing they haven't done because they've done that whole like third-person adventure style game. Did either of you play the MMO? The M- no, uh-uh, I don't think so. I I played it up until I met Gandalf, and then I was out. 
and you're like, this is too ridiculous. I don't know if I felt it was ridiculous as much. It was just one of those things where I'm like, I realized that my little, I mean, your little puny character in any MMO is never going to be great anyway. You know, like you right. Were in RPG, right. Because you're, you're just on a server with, you know, half a million other people or whatever. Um, but really when I was on my very first adventure, the intro adventure, you go into this cave and you meet Gandalf and I can't even remember it, but I just, I basically was like, I can't do this. I can't play this anymore. And I logged off and I never logged back in. I feel like I have the same problem with the Star Wars MMOs. I never had that issue with the Knights of the Old Republic MMO. Yeah, that was really good. That makes sense. Cause there was really nobody that I would run into. Because you were with. time separated from the right. big name characters. The ones I knew, yeah. And yeah. I don't think it really addressed any of the... Um, there was no none of the characters from the the video game in it that I recall, at least not. I didn't play it a ton, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I think we're gonna wrap things up there for this episode. So get your votes in, smash the subscribe button on Patreon, and you can uh, vote in the in our Discord as well. And and tell us in Discord what other games deserve the XCOM 2 treatment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what I, I want to know the opposite. Tell me something that would not work in the XCOM 2 treatment. Uh, anything with Minecraft. Minecraft as an XCOM 2, I'm out. Really? Why? <laughs> I don't know. That actually sounds really good now that I said it. But <laughs> as long as there was a story, I just can't. I can't. I can't do Minecraft with no story. I'll keep thinking. There's probably something that wouldn't work in XCOM 2 though. I'm. I'm looking forward. <laughs> okay.